brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What is up, everybody? Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas Eve. Scott Yeager here with a very special edition of Challenge Mania. This episode brought to you by Challenge Mania Laugh 2. Our second Challenge Mania hybrid comedy show, reality TV panel show, is coming to you from the Kansas City Improv on Saturday, February the 18th. Get your tickets to challengemania.live today. Myself, Tech, and Dan Walsh will be doing full stand-up sets, and we have Sylvia and Nehemiah joining us for the Challenge Mania-style reality TV Q&A panel, and there might be some special guests in the house as well. <clears throat> Head to challengemania.live today. They make great stocking stuffers, by the way, and great Christmas gifts for the Challenge Maniac in your life, as does anything from challengemania.shop. Probably not going to get there by Christmas, but hey, for those people you forgot and you got to hit them with that gift like 10 days later and you really got to overcompensate, maybe a Challenge maybe maybe a Challenge Mania hoodie from challengemania.shop. Who knows? Anyway, the challenge gave us the gift of a great trivia episode this week, uh, an episode which gave us some wrong answers that I think are on the pantheon of of all-time wrong answers in the history of the challenge. Derek and I, of course, broke it down like we do every week in our ride-along podcast that you can get by becoming a maniac-level patron over at patreon.com slash challengemania. And so we wanted to give you guys a little Christmas present this weekend, a free episode of the ride-along, a sample, if you will. You're going to get the whole episode that we dropped this week, breaking down episode 11 of Ride dies and if you like it hey go and sign up and uh, if you wait till the first of the month you get all of january and you can go back and listen to the 12 episodes before that and listen to every bonus podcast we've ever done over at patreon.com slash challenge mania so merry christmas happy hanukkah happy kwanzaa whatever you guys celebrate uh have a great holiday weekend and week with your family safe travels i know there's some bad weather out there and some power going out so hopefully this gives you some more challenge mania entertainment to enjoy during the week and uh, on behalf of D, because I know you didn't come for me, you came for D. Happy holidays to everybody from Challenge Mania. Hey. 
the Challenge Mania shop is open. Head over to challengemania.shop today for the best way to support the podcast while looking good doing it. New designs and items added every few weeks. Maniacs, time to mobilize. Check out challengemania.shop today. We cannot change the past, but we can start today to make a better tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow, up everybody welcome to the ride along episode 11 here to talk about ride or dies derek how you doing thursday december 22nd couple days out from christmas what's going on what's up uh sexy scott yeager i like that little entrance you had there on uh challenge mania live miami i hope everyone's enjoyed uh that podcast um, yes, Merry Christmas. Uh, my family, my parents are here. They have arrived before the blizzard. Um, and uh, I just hope that everyone has an awesome holiday, whether it was Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, um, or, you know, you're in the Christmas spirit and a happy new year. Um, yeah, I think this episode was called like, I don't know, uh, Ride or Die with Nelson's, uh, uh, Nelson's personal moniker. Or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know if like I feel like moniker should have been like part of the spelling test during this episode, which was called spin class, and it was the trivia challenge, and it was all types of ridiculous. But I thought it was pretty cool because um, everything had something to in in relation to like famous rider dies, right? Like famous uh, couples that like ran the world. Uh, everything from like Thelma and Louise to the uh, Venus and Serena Williams, and uh, you know, I think even Shaggy was involved. Um, but in the end, I think it came down to a math equation for Johnny Bananas. I was curious. I was like, Are they gonna? Is it all just gonna be like this stuff, or is there gonna be any math? And then, sure enough, I was like, Oh, I guess there's not gonna be any math. And then, sure enough, Johnny gets uh, a math problem for for the win. Um, so I thought it was a fun trivia challenge. I, I feel like. They weren't too hard and they were kind of like, you know, like us at home, which I think what the show wants to happen is like us at home be like, oh, I could get that answer in five seconds. Um, I got a few wrong, but um, I feel like someone like you would have probably gotten them all right. Did you go 100 percent? Did you ace this uh, spin class test at home, Scott? So this to me was one of the easier trivias we've ever had. Um, I just want to. Just when I thought that there was like no way a question could get easier, <laughs> they got easier and people got them wrong. So, so let's go through dumber. some, it got let's go through some of these. Got so, so, so my biggest fear. So some of them you can chalk up to, okay, it's just a hole in the person's like pop culture game. Like for instance, Amber not getting R2D2 as C3PO's ride or die. Would you have gotten that correct? Probably not. Got, here's no, no. My thing is, is I would have gotten that correct because I like dumb cartoony shit like that, which like the little robot that just like 
roams around, which, you know, started way back when as like a, a character that we just saw on TV. But now we get to literally fucking see R2-D2 cleaning up airports today without anybody fucking riding him or, or, or using him as, uh, as, a, as a robot. Like, like I knew who R2-D2 was because he was a cute little robot. Okay, but, but, yeah, but, 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 but in the way it was framed, C3PO's ride or die. They don't say Star Wars. They say, who is C3PO's ride or die? Would you have heard the name C3PO and known Star Wars? Uh, The answer's R2D2. I would have been like, my brain goes, hmm, Star Wars. Uh, hmm, tall, nerdy robot. Hmm. Who's his buddy? Oh, R2-D2. That's how my brain works. Same thing with like when I got the okay. Mayflower all right. question, so, right? I, I have all these things that just start popping up in my head and lead me to So we'll answer. give you that one. We'll give you that sure. one. And we'll say that, that you got that one. So that one, I think some people say is easy, but that again, I'll, I'll give you that. That to me is one that could just be a whole inner game. Not a Star Wars person. That's fine. Sure. And all I'm right. not a This Star Wars one, yeah. I was surprised to know that they, or at least Nani is not up enough on frozen to know that Anna and Elsa coincidentally, we just sent an Elsa hat to Rachel's daughter for her birthday uh, on Sunday. Her birthday was the day uh, after challenge mania live. Um, Anna and Elsa to me, that's past like, Oh, you watch frozen all the time. Now, granted though, you have a son, you don't have a daughter. Would you have gotten Anna and Elsa from frozen? First and foremost, I would have gotten Anna and Elsa. Second, I would have, I would have asked, uh, I, I would I would have asked them to give a zinger to uh, Mr. T.J. Lavin for saying, for saying Anna, Anna. instead yeah. of Anna. That's 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 yeah. my level of cartoon shit. That that's just because I mean, let it snow, let it snow. I love fucking musicals, except for the one with uh, the new one that just came out with what's his name and what's his name, Will Ferrell and his ride or die in that movie. I don't know who it was. Was it Ryan Reynolds? And Will Ferrell, was that the, is um, that the new movie that's out? Oh, right now? it's called yeah, Spirited or Spirited. something. I, I have yet to see it, but yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, we start watching it, and my parent and my uh, in-laws, and come to find out it's a musical, and like we just couldn't, we couldn't, we couldn't handle it. Even you're though not like, into it, I love musicals like Into the Woods, like fucking love shit like that. So wait, you love Into the Woods? I love Into the Woods. Really. Yeah, let's let's watch it next time. Let's like fucking go. Let's like get, eat some mushrooms and like go. Oh, you like, like it forest. on mushrooms? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just, you know, uh, like Lindsay and I went to like see. Maybe if we're in fucking Colorado or something. Just kidding, but yeah, dude, fucking love into the woods. Lindsay and I went to see uh, into the woods uh, on Broadway recently. Oh, that's All right. sick. Okay, so this is the next one up. Okay, this one and I joked and, and, about. And Scott, one more thing. And it, yeah. it was, is it, was it in, I'm asking you too, was it slightly disheartening to, for Nani to not know the two girls from Frozen? Is it, was it slightly, did it slightly Well, they've also been heart? to Disney. It kind of correct broke me, my heart. Correct me if I'm wrong. They've been to Disney World in the last couple of years. I remember seeing some photos on Instagram. They're all over Disney World, Anna and Elsa. To me, they're they're just iconic characters, whether you've seen Frozen a million times or not. You should at least be able to throw up one of their names. But she, what did she say? She said like Ingrid and Ingrid and Flashy or something. Anyway, all right. The next one. Now, now I want to know where you land with this one. Because I made a joke about this on Twitter. People didn't understand. I was kidding. But um, can you name the two bank robbers 
from both real life history and the movie who were famously killed in a shootout after going around the country, male and female couple of bank robbers who had a movie made about them. Do you know? And there was also a Jay-Z song with Jay-Z and Beyonce. Got, Do you know? Got the, bo- I, got bo- I got both of those. Right. And, but there's one I did get wrong. There's one I did get wrong. I'm actually wondering if anyone can, can figure out. Well, first let's talk about Bonnie and Clyde. So Horacio does not get Bonnie and Clyde, right? Yeah. I tweeted out. Didn't he grow up in Mexico? Either way, I tweeted out this. This is a joke. I said, honestly, Horacio not getting the Bonnie and Clyde trivia question is proof of what I've been saying, which is kids these days have zero respect for Great Depression era bank robbers. Frankly, it's embarrassing and it starts in the Mm -hmm. schools. My joke is, why the fuck should it like, like I know that they are a big part of pop culture and it's a reference that you would get. And the idea of Bonnie and Clyde having a male, female, you know, sort of ride or die, you know, the, the song obviously brought new popularity to it. Beyonce and, uh, um, and Jay-Z 97 Bonnie and Clyde, whatever it is. Yeah, but that started but, so, out as a Tupac song. Thank you. But my point is that I have no problem with him getting that wrong. Cause that is totally like, if you didn't grow up hearing that reference, like it's not somebody you really study in school. They're bank robbers. They're not really like people that are that important to history. Like really, like if you've never no. seen the movie with Faye Dunaway and Warren Beatty, which I actually watched for the first time during the pandemic. Um, if you haven't seen that, there's no, re- so, so I was joking. I, 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 whether he's from Mexico, Texas, or otherwise, I don't think Bonnie Clyde's that big of a deal to get wrong. For so. some reason, for some reason, I feel like I read somewhere or I heard or something that like, he was like born and raised in Mexico. So like, I, I'm just curious if like, you know, he grew up in another country and he just doesn't know. And I could be completely wrong, but I feel like I read or heard somewhere that, you know, maybe he's, you know, hasn't been in the States for, I don't even know if he lives in the States now. Yeah, um, I will so, say this. Um, so either way, um, I'm okay with him getting that wrong, that wrong. I don't, sure. I don't think that that is that big of a deal. Who, what, what, what Bonnie and Clyde movie was it? The one with uh, Woody Harrelson. That's not that you're talking about. Um, natural born killers. That's not Bonnie and Clyde. No, no, no. Okay. Okay. But all right. Next up, similar to Bonnie and Clyde, but Johnny gets this right. Would you have gotten these two women drive off a cliff in a convertible at the end of this movie from the nineties? Also bank robbers. Delma and Louise. I had no have, idea. No, yeah. I didn't. So, so Johnny, I would say like J- Johnny got that one. I would say that the reason these questions to me were easier than normal is that like sometimes they will ask questions in these trivias that like are things you learn in school and, and thus, you know, you just don't know whatever. These were pop culture kind of things where I was actually more surprised when people got these wrong. Cause I was like, you could be the dumbest person in the world and you could just know you've heard the reference to this, that, or the other thing. So to me, these were easier for, you know, 20, 30 some people who maybe aren't necessarily well-versed in all of, you know, history and culture and, and knowledge and shit like that. But like, yeah, you maybe know the reference of Thelma and Louise driving off a cliff, or you maybe know who the two famous sisters from Compton who play tennis are. Uh, this one really got me. But oh. before we get, so, so, so this one I said was the most egregious. I joked that they really handed him this. And they were like these two sisters from Compton, California, who play tennis 
and had a movie made about their father last year that starred Will Smith. And then he slapped Chris Rock. And one of their names is named after a planet. Uh, like, and all you need is their last name. And <laughs> all you need is that. So he gets it wrong. He has no chance. He doesn't even like have an answer, right? And then he says it's because he's from Boston. Now, okay. Boston is still on, correct me if I'm wrong, planet Earth, right? Uh, to me, wait, it's not on, like only on, people on from Compton. Still- yeah, Boston still gets sports. Uh, yeah, ESPN, no, right? it doesn't matter if you're from Sweden. Boston These two are international the news, celebrities. Right? They're the most famous tennis players outside of maybe Rafael Nadal and Roger Federer. I would argue they are more famous because they are twins. That like they're two of the most famous female athletes of all time. And to not even like, ah, what is it? Uh, And their last name is super easy to set. Like, it's not like Antetokounmpo or something like that. Their last name is Williams. They are in the news all the time. Serena was just literally in the U.S. Open potentially for the last time making headlines. Now, here's what someone brought up. Someone tweeted back to me. They go, I think he threw this question because Amber got it wrong. So he got it wrong on purpose. Now, let me ask you this. Clearly, they did not walk us through this strategy for him or anyone or otherwise. But if you're on the opposite team as your ride or die and you know it's a female elimination day, isn't this the type of daily that you could throw to make sure that your team loses so that your ride or die has no chance of going home? Now, whether Chauncey B. Jordan, Michael C. Jordan is smart enough to have done this or not, Isn't that an interesting take? I think that's kind of interesting here. What do you think? Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Oh, Mr. Chauncey, I'm a shit brick house palmer. Um, It really makes me question, like... What like and I get it. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of sports listeners that are they're listening to this right now. There's a lot of sports people out there. There's a lot of athletes that maybe don't watch sports all the time. But it 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 really makes me question like what type of athlete this guy is because like 
I mean, we see how big he is, right? Like I, I will follow him on Instagram. Like he's a monster, right? Um, I kind of want to ask him to be on the podcast next week, actually. Um, so we got Norris tomorrow uh, and hopefully she fucking makes it. I know the blizzard is coming. Now I'm worried, Scott. Um, <clears throat> but it really makes me wonder, like, if you, it, 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 like, if you don't know who Venus and Serena Williams is, Williams is like, how much sports do you pay attention to? And I don't get, I get it. Like, like it's tennis, right? Not everyone pays attention to tennis, but like, they are. They have do not pay attention. I, I know I nothing about tennis. Me too. I can name you ten tennis players ever in the history of the world. I can, and and there's not a shadow of a doubt that I would have instantly gotten this question. Right. So that, that's the. It's like it's so far off. It's like it makes me wonder. Like, we haven't seen him do much on the field, right? Like we we really haven't. Um, it, I think it's just. I think in the house, he's a nice guy. Um, he's, he's, he's obviously him and Amber's relationship are great. Like he's not one of these like toxic dudes from, um, you know, from our, from my point of view. Um, I, I believe that, I believe that they did try to have a baby. They had a miscarriage and you know, they're still together and like looking stronger than ever. Um, and they do mention in this episode that like, this is for their future. Like they, she is, once we get to the elimination round with Amber, she's saying this is for our future. And, you know, it really makes me feel like this bond is really super strong, but it really makes me question, what can this guy do on the field? What, what is he, what is his athletic background? Because like you, like we just said, like there are fucking people listening to this right now that could give two fucks about this being a sport that could give two fucks about sports in general, but know who the only two sisters who play tennis are. That's it. That's the only clue you needed to give me, you know? Um, so, it, you know, that was, that was weird. And again, another like disheartening, because I like Chauncey. I like what he's bringing to the table. I like who he is. I like how, how he takes care of his girl and, and, and talks about her. Then... But, yeah, but go it's ahead. But is there a, ch- is there a like, chance? What? Is there a chance? How? Is there a chance that he Maybe. got this wrong on purpose because he has no incentive to win, really? I, you know, what, the incentive to win is. It, the incentive to win is to keep your team stronger, right? But if you would rather not risk Amber going home, knowing that she's got a decent chance of being voted in if it ends up being that team that loses, would you rather have Amber? have no chance of going in, but yeah, maybe you lose a girl on your team. Fine. Okay. I, it's does an interesting he throw, point. Does he throw every question? Does he not get not one? Right. I mean, if that, cause we really want to dig into this. The question is, is does he get any of them? Right. Or was it just, but come on, then you're going to, then you can say that Nani doesn't know who Anna and Elsa are. Right. Then you can say that, um, fucking Casey doesn't know who Adam, who Adam and Eve are. Yeah, right. but like, let me ask you this, the right? Same thing because look, they're all yes, that and that's what I want to say. So, for instance, I, my theory when it comes to the challenge and the way that they play this stuff is this: they sometimes, if it fits the narrative, will imply that somebody's throwing a challenge to to give an advantage to someone. But if it highlights a flaw in the game, they don't. They just play it like, oh, they're all stupid, right? So my point is that if one or many people 
figured out, hey, why do I need to win? I don't need my team to win. I'm a guy. It's not a guy's elimination, right? Now, the reason Nani wouldn't do it for Casey is because then Nani might have to go in. The only people who would maybe throw it are guys who have female rider dice. You see what I'm saying? Like Nelson would throw it so that Norris doesn't go home. Chauncey would throw it so so uh, Amber doesn't go home. And maybe or maybe not that do they do they actually say it in an interview or not? They might just keep it to themselves. Now, granted, the guy just might not know who the Williams sisters are because he's from Boston. So it's not because he's from Boston. He just didn't know who the Williams sisters were. Period. That's it. And we'll find out next week because I'm gonna ask him to come on the podcast. I actually think it's funnier. So the fact that he doesn't know who the Williams sisters are, maybe then he's drawing a blank is one thing. But the fact that his excuse was that he's from Boston as if only people from Compton know, right. know the Williams sisters. Let me give let me give you oh, a, a little bit of some more inside on that. Okay. So they ask you a question in your confessional, right? You give them a bite, you know, you give them something. You can maybe give them two or three of these things. Maybe you ramble on about it, you know, and they don't like that either. But you might have this one that just might work for TV. But did he say that there? I thought he said it while he was strapped to the thing. No, he said it in his confessional. Oh, got it. So, you know, you know, the line may have even been fed to him, you know, because or he could have, you know, come up with it himself, you know, because. Uh, like you got to say something, right? And they they want to give these people some, you know, some camera time. Um, and it sounded okay. Like it sounded okay. Like we remembered it, right? Like for better or for worse, he said, "I'm from Boston, not from Compton." Like why would I know what's going on in Compton? It's incompetent, Scott. <laughs> oh, it, it is indeed. Now, as you uh, briefly mentioned later on, Casey doesn't get Adam and Eve. Now, is there a chance that this was a poorly worded question? Cause, cause it seemed like the answer she gave was almost more obscure than Adam and Eve. She said Eden. She said Eden. Right. Okay. So that's the garden that Adam and Eve reside in. Right. Yeah. That's what they said. They said what in the garden of Eden, that's what they, that was the question. It was, it's almost maybe that Adam and Eve is too easy of an answer for her to believe. Or do you think she genuinely does not know the names Adam and Eve? I I just think that at some point in her life and like, dude, I went to a Catholic school, right? So this is just something I, I grew up with. Adam and Eve's in all that shit. I think, right. Adam and Eve is in, is in every version of most, not every, maybe not every. I don't know. Like to me, like to me, you know, that's the beginning of the world, right. Is, is Adam and Eve, right? Pretty sure even Jews are into Adam and Eve. Right. <laughs> sure. I don't know. I'm gonna have to call Adam Bramson for that because you don't. It sounds like you don't know. Well, I'm gonna call Judaism. Eve Bramson. No, I'm pretty sure Adam and Eve is the start of the whole shit. Regardless, of the humankind. I'm pretty sure. Now, now again, I'm gonna sound if like an idiot. You believe in God, right? If I'm pretty sure God. that we agree. We agree on everything up until Jesus. I'm pretty sure because I'm pretty sure oh. Jesus up until that point was agreed. I'm pretty sure it's Jesus everything is God. Everything up until Jesus is the Old Testament, right? Jesus then everything post Jesus is the New Testament, right? So either way, Amber probably doesn't like any of it because it's too long, like Star Wars. But either Hold way, on. I'm Wait pretty sure Adam and Eve is as basic as you get. Like those so, are the first two characters out there of, of the world. Of the world. <laughs> Which, by the way, it's funny because it's like 
In, it, Adam's a very common name. Eve, not so common, right? You'd think there would be more Eves out there, right? Being it as the first name. There's a lot of Adams. Eve, eh, not so much. Yeah, Eve the rapper. I love, hey, one of my favorite songs of all time is Tambourine by Eve. So play it all the time at our shows. Uh, well, well, listen, so what you're trying to say here is that Casey is into Scientology. So therefore, she but I never know. I still think Scientology, Adam and Eve, I still think are in there. But anyway, I put up a poll on Twitter and I no said my question on Twitter was no the way Adam and Eve is probably like banned from Scientology. They're probably more like- egregious trivia misfire. Neither were close. Nani and Anna and Elsa or Chauncey with the Williams sisters. Who do you think won more? Oh, egregious. You did a, oh, you did a poll. I did a poll. 81 people <laughs> voted. So uh, not, Adam not the biggest Eve, sample size. Did you say Anna and Elsa or Anna and Elsa or the Williams sisters? I did not include Adam and Eve. I feel like Williams sisters because they've been around for fucking 45 years. Yeah. I, uh, they won by 79%. So yeah, because they've been, and that's the other thing that I, that I want to mention about like trivia. It's like when like Mark, when you're standing up there against Mark in uh, trivia and it's you versus him and, or you versus him versus Wes, uh, you know, it, it, all I'm thinking is like, Dude, this must be so easy for a guy that's lived on this earth since Adam and Eve. I mean, for 50 years. Like how did, he has got to he has got to know so much information, so much dumb information, so much dumb pop culture information. Um even to like you know, guess what type of uh, you know, what what type of I don't even know what it was. What type of fucking is semen does a, a goat come from like and you have an idea of what that answer is it you're gonna have i mean like it's gonna be a tough go like you go against mark in any trivia challenge you know it's gonna be a fucking tough go because he's lived for 50 years because johnny bananas has lived for 40 plus years like the, chauncey 23 years old horacio 23 years old like they're, I also they're think it's, I also think for younger people, though, <laughs> I, I will say this. I, I personally think that like both pop culture as well as just like things that you learn and, and whatnot used to be a lot more universal than it is today. Like I find that like to me, if you took like, you know, 20 people who were, let's say Johnny's age, right? I'd say probably 15 of them would know Thelma and Louise, right? I feel like now, though, movies come out, they make $100 million, and people might have never heard of them very easily, right? Same thing with, like, again, to go to to go to Anna and Elsa, right? What's Simba's name? I mean, Simba's father's name. Simba's father dies at the beginning of Lion King. What's his name? Uh, hold on. You know his name? Come on. Hold you're going to ruin my point if you don't. Uh, You don't know it, do you? Fuck. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Forgot who I was dealing with. It. It's not Mufasa. It is Mufasa. Not- there you go. So you got Mufasa. Wait, okay. Uh, Mufasa, I thought was the bad guy. No, Scar is the bad guy. Oh yeah. yeah well, I would have gotten it right. You got it. Okay. Well, you okay? So you know that, right? <laughs> All right. My point is like you know that name. You know. Okay. Do you know on Titanic? Do you know what the woman on Titanic's name is with the necklace? Uh yeah. It's Rose. Yeah. Okay. My point is today. The necklace. You mean the one that fucking survives the, the Derek Kaczynski of today. That's a great right? clue. Thanks, TJ. The a guy growing up today, Titanic. an 18 year old today, 
right, is not going to be able to tell you, like, if you took 20 18-year-old Derek Kaczynski dudes from Chicago today, you took 20 of them, you tell me, name this woman from this movie. I'm telling you, it's going to be three of them can do it. Right. If you tell him, let name me the name of the tiger in fucking whatever. Name me the name of the character in the uh, turning red, the movie that came out this year. No. So, so I'm just saying it's so easy today to have blinders up about everything other than the shit that you want on your phone. Whereas for generations and generations, certain things, a level of pop culture zeitgeist would go through everybody. Whether you were from this neighborhood, that neighborhood, whether you watched it or not, you would have gotten a joke about it on SNL or something. right? Right. So like, to me, in my opinion, the Williams sisters are in that in that category of like you. But again, today, maybe not. Maybe you are able to not watch the news, ESPN, whatever it is, to not know who they are. The Oscars, you know, literally someone. They were literally in the Oscars last year. So, so regardless, my point is that I think it's a generational thing. There's just so much stuff out there today that it's like. Back in the day, you would know the names of singers of bands that you don't even necessarily listen to the band, right? You you would just know, oh, that's the person from this band. They're a famous person. I know enough famous people. I know. Now, there's not that at all, right? There's too many Lil This, Lil Dirk, Lil This, Lil That. There's too many of that. for me. But I guarantee if you ask 20 people, who's the lead singer of Guns N' Roses? 15 of them in 1994 could tell you Axl Rose, whether they listen to Guns N' Roses or not, they could tell you that, right? So, so that's why you see older people, Anissa, Johnny, they're getting it. Younger people, not so much. I just think the times have changed. Times have changed when it comes to that stuff, which is why I think that this kind of trivia is almost, it's almost more embarrassing when people get this stuff wrong, but it's almost to me, like more understandable that people get this stuff wrong. Cause, cause stuff that they teach in school, you would imagine they continuously teach the same things in school. Like, Oh, what's the capital of all of New York, right? Like Albany, that's never going to change. That is Albany, right? Never going to change. But the most famous Yankee is going to change over the course of years. So I think that the pop culture questions are almost like you pull your hair out. You're like, how do you not know Anna and Elsa? But then you realize you're like, eh, it kind of makes sense why somebody wouldn't, no on and Elsa today. Sure. Um, that being sure. said, I found these to be extremely easy. Okay. I would have gotten every single one of them, especially spelling Anissa's name. Okay. So that's the other one. So I know I, I, I got, I got that one wrong. So I, but I thought to myself, I go, but I write Scott, her name a Scott lot. Writes it. Scott's going to get it right because he books her flights. Yes. So he knows her last name and how to spell it. So how do you spell it? So on, let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. F E R R E I R A. Yeah. You got it. Okay. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I was like Ferreira. Yeah. I, I, I blanked on her last name, actually. Um, how about this one? Um, I got this one right. Nicole got this one wrong. Was uh, the two people who wrote Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, that's it. That, for me, that's a layup. But I, I thought okay. that that was among the ones that they said. Again, you, you that is a very dated reference because like – both of the, neither of them are known for being screenwriters. They're both two very famous actors. They're both in the movie as well. But Johnny Bananas, who knew is Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, you know that from the time. If you are 26 years old, there's no reason for you to know that they won that, that they, they wrote that movie that won the Oscar for best screenplay. That to me was actually, although I would immediately get it, one that I would, I would bet on less people knowing than, than knowing among those. Yeah. Cast members. I, I would say that maybe Anissa, maybe Devin, because Devin's from Boston. Um, I, yeah, I would only say like, 
probably uh, like two, three, or four people would have gotten. In that two thousand, right. everyone gets that. Now it's a little far removed. You you almost forget these guys have done so many things since it, then. That was the best thing these guys had done in nineteen ninety eight. Now Ben Affleck's one his movie Argo won Best Picture. He's been Batman. Matt Damon's Jason Bourne. All this shit. There's people who probably have never even heard of Goodwill Hunting, and that's not even that big of a deal. You know, it's like okay, you know, so. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Most of you listening right now are probably multitasking. Yep, while you're listening to me talk, you're probably also driving, cleaning, exercising, or maybe even grocery shopping. But if you're not in some kind of moving vehicle, there's something else you can be doing right now. Getting an auto quote from Progressive Insurance. It's easy, and you could save money by doing it right from your phone. Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Discounts for having multiple vehicles on your policy, being a homeowner, and more. So just like your favorite podcast, Progressive will be with you 24-7, 365 days a year, so you're protected no matter what. Multitask right now. Quote your car insurance at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let, let me uh, mention a little zinger that I, that I caught on to here and uh, in relation to why these rider dies were not really rider dies, right? Is this Mariah and Fessy back and forth, which I feel like is slowly brewing into like uh, uh, animosity. <laughs> ironically, that was a trivia question too um, about their ironically allegiance um, because which is also a, a word, uh, a trivia question. Um, is is Mariah was asked what's what what month is Fessel's birthday, and Fessy was asked how many siblings do does Mariah have, and they were both wrong. So it's like how much truth is there? You know, if like if you didn't think that this, you know, this ride or dies thing was gimmicky, and that you know the like the these ride or dies you know, weren't hand fucking picked by one another. Um, now you kind of think, right. I would think that at least the audience at this point is like, all right, look, um, you know, these two ride or dies, they've known each other for three years and they've been, you know, they're, they're like besties, but they're not like hookup buddies. They're just like besties that like talk all the time. She would know when his fucking birthday is. 
and what month his birthday is. Probably would know what when his birthday is. Um, and then he would know something fucking major. Like, how many brothers and sisters do you have? Like, six? You're one of seven kids? Like, that's a lot to, like, not know. Like, that's obviously, like, a question that, you know, if you were close with somebody, close enough to call them your ride or die, you wouldn't know how many brothers and sisters they would have, especially if you've known them for three years, you've been talking over three years. Okay, so I thought that was a little bit of a botch, but I just think it was kind of funny that animosity and allegiance were also spelling words. Um, and then what about for the this? win. Real quick, yeah. Cha- Chauncey tweeted, I'm going to be completely honest. I didn't hear tennis. All I heard was sisters from Compton. I apologize. Mm. There you go. So now I don't know any sisters from Compton. I'm from Boston. Makes a whole lot more sense. Yeah. I mean, dude, if you don't say tennis, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about either. But let me play the clip real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Superstar tennis sisters who hail from Compton. He said superstar tennis sisters. Hold on. Who hail from Compton. I know, but let, let me let, here, let's try to listen. I'll play. I already right. know they were from Compton. What is the last name of superstar tennis sisters who hail from Compton? Oh, oh my God. Arguably the two most famous female sister athletes on planet Earth. We're talking about Venus and Serena Williams. Come on. Oh, God. Chauncey. Ah, come on. Fail. Tie. Are you kidding me? Shame on you. It's Williams. Serena and Venus Williams, dude. I don't know any sisters from Compton. I'm from Boston. What is the last... Okay. I don't I know. Mean, I'm can not, I I'm get not, a check? I'm can I'm you repeat the question? I mean... Do we, yes. Uh, you, well, that, well, what's weird is why did, he not, why did he not hear it if everybody else heard it? Well, yeah. I mean, he would. Uh, he could obviously say, you know, can you ask that question again? Be- or you could be like, sisters from Compton? That's all you're going to give me? Superstar yeah. sisters from Compton? That's all you're going to tell me, TJ? The fuck out of here. And, 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 and on top of that, like the first question, the R2D2 question or CP3PO, C3PO um, yeah. is uh, 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 you literally hear Jordan say Star Wars. You know, like the question is, does he say Star Wars before or after? Because then even then, you get um, TJ saying Star Wars. So it's like, what? Like are, like, are you just letting Jordan fucking do whatever the fuck he wants to do like he always does? Or, and, you know, or, you know, can we get a fucking penalty? Or did he just stay, say it after? Did they say it after um, the clues? But, you know, or, or were the clues in there? We didn't hear it. Like, who's C-3PO's, you know, best buddy from uh, Star Wars? Like, you know, so... Anyway, again, you know, we could dig into this, dig into this, man, but this has been a fucking really funny ass uh, podcast here, Scott. I didn't think I was going to enjoy this, uh, these random ride or die facts as much as this. Well, Kayla says, I thought these trivia questions were easier than normal. Granted, I know it is easy for me to say that sitting on my couch. How does Derek think he would have done on this trivia challenge? So we've gone through some of them. Do you think you would have done better than you usually do or worse? So, and here's the other thing that you have to think about. And thank you for that question is, I I mean, I'm, I'm at home doing it in real time, trying to get it right. Because now I know that I may run into a five second trivia question that I need to know right away. Right. Right. So I'm banging these out 
the one that tripped me up was Ferreira. Like, I, I, I just think that I blanked on Anissa's last name for some reason. Um, and then once they said, once you start spelling it, I started really questioning myself. So I, I, could, I really couldn't get it together fast enough. And I thought I should have because it was like, oh, Anissa, like I know her last name. But I was just stuck in thinking, wait, I know her last name. Wait, they're spelling it. it I don't know her last name. What the fuck's her last name? Ferrari. And I was just like, I just like fumbled. But usually like my, um, like what I do is like, I stop. Like some of these people, they like talk and they go, um, 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 do I like, I stop. I fucking close my eyes. I try to let my brain sort through, you know, these context clues that they give. And then I go from there. Um, I think I, I would have gotten, tri- I, I feel like I got tripped up on Ferrera. Um, and I, Thelma and Louise got me. Um, and then this, this bananas question, I think that I would have gotten the math question. I thought it was pretty easy. It was 10 times four times three minus two. I think I would have been able to go 10 times four is 40, 40 times three is 120, 120 minus two is 118. I think I would have been able to do that. Like I'm not the biggest math whiz. Um, but I, you know, I think I would have been able to, to, to knock that one out too. So, and I, I agree with Scott. Like, I just think that this was kind of like an easy one. Like we even seen Nelson fucking get his glory. And I'm just like, yo, enjoy your glory, bro. Because I know what it's like to look stupid on TV and you do too. So congratulations. You got fucking Ben and Jerry's right. Um, because you're probably a pot smoker and you know, Ben and Jerry are, um, and you eat ice cream and, uh, and uh, what was the other one he got right? Uh, oh, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen from Full House. So it's like, you know, um, uh, you know, I, I, I just I think it was an easy, easy one. But like being a competitor, like this is what I want. You know, like I don't really want questions about, you know, just like, you know, it's just so like it's so weird how how the trivia stuff works. It's like one of the e- things that's easiest for me can be the hardest for you and vice versa, depending on how we grew up. Same thing with like these puzzles and stuff. It's like, well, you know, like I played sports, you know, like I, I didn't really like play sports, like water sports. I played like on the ground sports that you, that are offered at school, uh, you know? So it's like, I'll probably be better at those than I will, you know, in the water, canoe, swimming, all that shit, or even puzzles. So it's like, you know, as this game, as I, you can, I continue watching this game it's like, I'm really only like 50, 50, like I, I'm not this fucking complete player, but it does make me feel good <laughs> going like eight for 10 at home shooting, going for 80% on trivia last night. Um, let's get While to Scott goes hundred percent. Let's get to the vote and the, uh, the elimination here. Um, pretty straightforward vote. Um, I thought the interesting thing here was, um, that we, uh, we were able to manipulate Mariah a little bit. Um, Nani saying that she would put, she would pick her whether she would or not. That's kind of up for interpretation, but she didn't get put in that. In those shoes, you also wonder how much of that was swayed by Johnny. Johnny and Mariah obviously are getting closer and closer, and Nani is her ride or die. Uh, we do end up seeing here Amber versus Norris in a new version of pole wrestle. Rebecca says, Derek, thoughts on this version of pole wrestle? Curious what D's opinion is because this was clearly battled out on the ground using their full bodies on all stars. D and Nehemiah were told to stay on their feet. So, what did you think of what is it? A uh, Plato brawl? Pato. I think it was a Pato. Pato, Pato brawl. Bro. 
Why not just Pato wrestle? Why not Pato battle? But I mean, yeah, or but why like brawl? brawl. Yeah. I mean, it is a it is a brawl. It's just it's not a hall brawl, right? You know? Really, really like like the hall brawl should almost be called like fucking torpedo launcher or something like that, you mm. know, or like blaster. That's like a blaster. Like when I was in high school, we had a uh, we had this like thing. I don't. You guys may have seen it at your high schools at some point. I don't. I don't feel like I don't see it anywhere now. Um, uh, uh, but it's like this. It's it's called a blaster, and it's got these. You go, you run through it. It's like a hall. It's, it's like a, maybe like a, say like a, maybe like a six foot hall, right? And you run through it, but a, about shoulder height and about knee height, there's like these rubber arms and they, 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 they have like resistance. So like the rubber arms and you want to run through them. And if you don't run through them full blast, full speed, you'll get caught up in there and you'll get stuck in there. And have to kind of like walk out and you have bruises on your arms and you have bruises on your legs because the goal is to go run through it with your shoulder pads and with your knee pads or, or, or um, uh, like thigh pads. Right. Um, and you have to go as fast as you can. So it, that to me is more of like a, like a blaster, you know, uh, but it, we called it a hall brawl. Like, have we seen many brawls inside that hall? And we saw, we seen a little bit of tugging and pulling what you know some tugging and pulling but it's really like a straight shot trying to get through each other right not much brawling going on this when you wrestle for a stick sure pole wrestle works pato wrestle scott i think would have been more 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 appropriate right um but it is it is more of a brawl than the hall is is wrestling for an object yeah of course now i'm watching it and again you know it for the people that know like we, we couldn't go to the ground. I was getting screamed not to fucking go to the ground. Right. So to literally stand straight up in mid, uh, uh, mid move, right. From all the way down low. Um, and then on top of that, it's like, it's best out of three or first one or two, whatever they call it. I only had one, you know, for, for that last one I got to do. So, um, this, this is obviously I've lost two pole wrestles. So, um, this is obviously more attractive to me right? It's a ball. It's got handles, different sides. Um, you even get a sound bite from Jordan saying, you, you, this is not just like this, you know, simple battle, uh, this, this like simple rip the stick out. It's like, you're using your whole body. He's saying you're using your whole body. Very, you know, jujitsu. Some like, if you train a little ju- jujitsu, you might be able to kind of uh, find different ways to squeeze the air out of them. And, uh, and, 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 you know, put your knees into places where it'll help those, uh, hand, the, your opponent's hands release from the um, from the ball, and you know you can change grips. So you know with the pole, it's it's pretty straight up. Like once you break those wrists, um, it, you know it's 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 kind of hard to get back. And I I kind of find the pole wrestle boring at this point um, because there's not much whipping around, wrestling around. It's it's really just like once one person gets in position and gets that thing close to their body, it's kind of over. You know, because um, it, it's really hard to reposition on a stick that it doesn't move, you know, with the with, you know, the double ring or the or, or this this ball like you can you can fight. You know, it, it's a brawl. So I, I prefer um, something seeing like this more often. And I do think that. Um, oh, well, I guess I'm wrong. But uh, whatever 
I know that whatever we saw on Challenge USA, uh, I think it's the the same. I don't know if this is out there yet, Scott, but I guess since some of the other um, uh, uh, out of the country seasons, Argentina, Australia, and uh, 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 UK, I mm. think they all had the same competitions oh, yeah. as yep. they did on USA. So. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's so, how I mean we we I had a feeling once they announced all these at once that you know some of the cost cutting was going to be involved in the fact that they were going to shoot in the same place and reuse some of the same stuff and then only air these in different countries and that way it doesn't matter you're doing the same stuff, you know? Yeah, you got you don't have to think of more rules. It's cool, it's fine. I think I think that's fine. Um, but what I also did like hearing about this pato um is that it's an ancient uh, it, it's an ancient Argentinian like weapon or artifact where they train their warriors to fight. Like, I think that's cool as fuck. And I do think that that's how the poll actually originated because Justin Booth was, and I, this article is out there somewhere, Justin Booth, um, they, they run, out of, run out of money, right? And, uh, and they needed uh, something to fill in an elimination without having a lot of cost. So he went back to his uh, military days and it's something that they did in the military was a stick battle. So he just said, let's put the stick in the sand and see what happens. And that's how Derek and, and Wes, you know, that battle originated. Um, so, but I do like this modified version. I think I, I like the, dude, Scott, I like the body whipping, you know, I like the, you know, I like the, um, you know, the, the movement of it all. Like I, I, when you, when you, you, when you constrict two people so close to each other, there's, there's just not much throwing, you know, like I like the high flying action. I like being able to see an elbow. I like see, I like seeing any, I like being able to use that stuff. Um, not, I think, I think the poll's boring. I think this should take its place. Um, to be honest with you. Um, but other than that, as far as the voting goes, I, I thought it was kind of interesting what happened um, and how Amber got put in this position. Um, I believe Nani was going to save Amber. Um, Mariah wanted to save Nani, and Nani didn't know what wouldn't know what to do had uh, you know had she pulled the safe dagger. So either way, Nani was like safe, and I do think that Nani was going to be safe because of Johnny. I think Johnny sets her up. I think Johnny says, Mariah, you got to stick with Nani. Um, and I think that's kind of, that, that's kind of how, how that played out there. But in the interrogation, um, you know, and leading into what's going on with Narice and Jordan um, and how the, the, the Narice vote uh, actually happened. I think that, you know, Nelson went in there and, and tried to fight for her. I think Jordan gave her some advice, which was don't say too much. I think she went into that interrogation and did say too much. I think she said, you know, gave herself three, three too many pats on the back. She said, yeah, I got pretty good endurance. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm pretty good at puzzles, something I enjoy doing. And yeah, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I, 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 I've done well in this game and I, and I love playing this game with Nelson. So I think she shoots herself in the foot by saying too much, even though she thought she wasn't saying much. Um, and, uh, and, and, and the interrogation just went in different directions. I mean, um, 
Nelson, uh, let's see, we're gonna we got to get to the Nelson Tory drama in, in, in a bit and the Norris in a second, Scott. Um, let's see. So, um, a, a big question what from uh, Fessy, Johnny, Nelson, Chauncey, the girls, Tori, Anissa, Casey, Olivia. A big question for the nominees was who would you save? Who would you save? And all the girls, if you notice, didn't say say anything. They were just like, nah, I don't know. Nah, I don't know. So that's one thing that they stayed tight-lipped about. Um, we got now, uh, let me see, what do we get here? Um, we said, Fessy says he's he's going to vote for Amber right there in front of Chauncey's face. Um, not Mariah. Johnny says we should take out Narice because she has the puzzle skills. Nelson says, why don't we wait till we get to the zone and see what it is? Um, and, uh, and, and just a, kind of a, a few different directions here. Right. And we also have the face off between Narice and Tori all whilst this, you know, love triangle is going on. Um, and then we have that conversation, uh, you know, be, between Tori and Narice. Um, and we also have Nelson calling Tori a snake. So one thing that I also caught, and I don't know if you caught this, but um, it seems like Nelson, Norris, and Olivia are on the outskirts. And the previous elimination, they all had said that they were going to put Jordan into elimination, not Horacio, according to Nelson. And the only people that didn't know that Horacio was going to be the main vote was Nelson, Olivia, and probably Narice, but at least Nelson and Olivia who are on the outside looking in. So when they mention there's an alliance within the alliance, that just means that Nelson is not a part of that. Olivia by proxy is not a part of that. Um, so, uh, you know, and they're calling Tori the snake in the situation. Um, let's walk into Tori, Narice and Jordan situation, Scott. Um, how do you feel Tori is handling this, all of this drama? Like clearly we, we have, we have Jordan telling Norris Tori's a powder keg right now. We have Norris apologizing to Tori and we have Tori saying, this is, this is the end of a, of a chapter for me. You're, you're, you, this is going to close a chapter for me. I just don't like it happening in my face. And she said she felt like she was led on by Jordan, thinking that there was more that's happening. But all of us, but the Jordan and Norris thing is real and it's happening. Do you think it was a person? She did take it personal during the voting process, even though she said it's not personal. I mean, and- she said it's not personal, but I mean, all things equal. Hmm, who should I vote in? Uh, I don't really have that tight of a relationship with many of these people. And one of them happens to be screwing my ex. I think I'm going to vote for her. So I, I just think Pretty that easy. the only way to actually get America to believe that there are absolutely no hard feelings that are determining your vote here is to vote for somebody else. Now, looked like the numbers were going the other way anyway. If I'm Tory, I probably mm-hmm. vote for somebody else because – then you come out of this looking like a million bucks and Norris probably goes in anyway. You saw a couple other people do that, right? Somebody who wasn't going to vote for Norris, Nelson votes for someone else. Someone else threw a rogue vote at Amber. Like, uh, you know, it's like there, there was, 
there was really no reason she couldn't have have to try to save face here, throw one on uh, somebody else. But I think she wanted to make sure Norris was in there, and and uh, she was. Well, well, let me just give you the 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 votes here, okay? The the throwaway votes were look Nelson's not voting for Nelson's not voting for uh, Norris, Norris, yeah, yeah right? for sure. So um, and 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 Fessy, so he votes for Mariah. Fessy votes for Amber, who has, she's had he's had beef with for you know years now. It feels yeah, like he, yeah. Uh, maybe it's just two shows. Well, and he Olivia, also he also is not going to vote for Mariah, his ride or die. So, and and Olivia votes Nani. So you know that was the of, that was the rogue vote. Okay, rogue. That vote, was Nani. her saying, "I'm not going to vote for one of my friends, even though it's not going to help." Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky. In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Is that not a rogue vote? What's it called? The, uh, the throwaway. The burn vote. That was a burn vote. Burn or. Uh, yeah, because Nani's not getting any votes at okay. that point. A okay, vote for Nani. They cut a deal. Maybe they cut a deal. Maybe no, maybe no. A vote for Nani at that point is me not wanting to. Because remember, Olivia's a rookie too. Olivia has more of a bond with Narice and Mariah and maybe Amber than she does Nani. If I had to guess, and so she votes for Nani here because she's like, you know what? I don't want to have said any of my friends' names. Now, granted, by voting for Nani, you're not helping any of your friends either. So that's why it's kind of a burn vote. But um, I think Tori could have burned a vote too if she wanted to. Yeah, you know, what? throw one on, throw Why? on whoever. Why? I'm saying, Why? if you really want me to believe you're that you're hooking up with my ex-man, who cares? You're hooking up with my ex-man it, it, right in front of my face. Fuck out of here. What, what, Why, I'm not, not saying. That? Why I, not that? Well, because she didn't claim that. She said this has nothing to do with oh. that. No hard feelings. Right. I hope she comes back. She's great. She's kicking butt. Yep. I'm going to vote for Norris then. She's good at the game, <laughs> right? Um. So the votes went. Tori went. Norris. These are the people that voted Norris. Tori, Anissa, Johnny. Casey and Chauncey. Um, yep, that was it. So, one, two, three, I, so four, I'm not five. I'm not really five buying it with, with Tori and Reese. All right, let's get some more questions here. Um, Michelle says, "Did they spoil the results of the elimination by having Amber and Chauncey in the interview together for their elimination commentary? They wouldn't have him on her final interview since she'd be out of the house if she loses, right?" That's an interesting call there. Yeah, 
That's it. That is a, that is some, uh, yeah. Uh, what's it called? High, that's like high intel. Nice detective um, there. Work uh, work there, Miss Hood. Um, yeah. Okay. This is big time stuff. Hood You're going to like this. You're going to like this. John Heddles. Weekly oh, stat yeah. update. Amber, Amber improves to five and one in elimination. Oh, yeah. He moves into the top 30 in my all-time weighted rankings. Tied at 24 with Jillian Z. Landon wow. also shares this record with them, but ranks 26th due to having done four seasons compared to their three. Um, so that means that she is ahead of Landon in weighted rankings. Um, bananas improves to his all time daily wins lead to six over CT. Um, now standing, uh, wait to six wins over CT now standing at 73 wins compared to 67. I don't think that's that important. Um, Anissa earns her 44th daily win, staying at ninth in my all-time weighted rankings. Tori earns her 26th daily wins, moving into the top 30 at number 28. Casey earns her 16th daily win, moving into the top 60 at 55. Nelson earns his 12th daily win, moving him into the top 80. Fessy earns his 10th, moving him at 92. Chauncey and Olivia both earn their second daily wins. Chauncey now has one more daily win in his first season than his ride-or-die Amber has across her first three seasons. Wow, that's nuts. Amber extends her longest active daily losses streak to 25. So crushing it on the elimination side, not so much on the daily side. P.S. The way my weighted rankings works is that tiebreakers are ordered by least to most number of seasons competed on for daily wins and elimination win record above 50%. For elimination records below 50%, I order tiebreakers from most seasons to least seasons competed on. Um, All right. Um, Alan Aguirre also well, had a, God uh, bless you, John. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good work, John on that. Um, I'm going to pull up Alan Aguirre's tweet about Amber as well. Um, he said, Amber is now five and one in eliminations to go along with the challenge championship. She has one of the more impressive challenge resumes in recent history already. Also, she's flexible. Um, yeah. yeah, look, Amber not getting a lot of credit even recently from people like Olivia on the podcast. Five and one elimination record, albeit against people like Norris and Big T and Amber M. But hey, I mean, look, five and one, hard to argue with it. So, what do you yeah. think here? I, um, what, do you, what do you say about this? I, I, I look, I, I think Amber is is you know like she's one of the better girls right now, right? Like. If you are up there and you, but have- is she, is she like, is, uh, you can take that. And I might even agree with you, but to me, compare, well, no, find me someone of, who John Heddle stats and like daily wins. Like on she's paper, a- she's, I mean, she's one of the only women to have won a season at all. Right. Like for, she won the season, albeit across from CT, but she wins on double agents five and one in eliminations. Has someone with that resume ever been respected as little as Amber B is to this day? No, I can't even think of a, uh, of an example of somebody she's treated okay. like she's okay. like early season Paula Walnuts and she's already got a resume better than postseason Paula Walnuts. I don't, okay. I don't get it. All right. So uh, looking at all the females that are in this game currently, like who, who, let's, let me take a quick look here. You got Tori, you got Casey. Sure. Right. They're, they're ahead. Then like it's Tori's never won a show. Why why is Tori more feared than Amber at this point? Amber's five because, and one with a challenge because win. She fucking, because she fucking dislocated Jenny West's neck in an elimination. That's why, Scott. <laughs> That's why. That's it. It's just that one because because we it. saw because uh she, Amber won two hall brawls in the same season, didn't she? 
Uh, Albeit again, big T and, and Amber M, fine. I'm saying, right, regardless, like, look, right, you look at the stats, she might have the best stats. She She's 5-1 and one in eliminations and has a challenge championship, minus all of the daily stuff, but, like, how does that compare to Tori? Well, and Casey? I'll tell you, you don't get a five and one elimination record without losing a daily or two because, you know, right. that's why she has six so, eliminations and, in her first three seasons. Right. And what's Tori's and Casey's, right? Like these are the these are the top three girls. I don't care what you say. Like I get it. Nani's been around for a long time. Like Nani or has, Amber. Nani or Amber right now. I, Who are you I, picking? I, Who do you want as a partner? Uh, I, I mean Nani or Amber. Uh, probably Amber. Okay. All right. Well, I, the stats would say she should be the obvious answer. Because, because on, but dude, on, on top of that, like, dude, she's, she has like a rugby background, right? Like, you know, the, and same thing with like Tori, right? I know that Tori has a division one soccer uh, uh, resume, right? I know that Casey has a, uh, a, 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 a foot, a, a boys football um, background, right? High school background, right? 10 years of, of football, right? Like uh, these are things that you take into consideration when you're like, you know, and no offense to Nani, like no, no offense to her, right? 12, 13 seasons, right? Um, she's, you know, she's been to a couple finals, right? Um, it, like, is she the one that's, like has these backgrounds not not really she's got a lot of she's got a lot of experience on the challenge field you know that's something to think about it's it's very much something to think about she's a very good political game has a lot of friends you know um does she have a five and one elimination record probably better right like she might be like what like seven and four something you know, maybe something like she probably has a winning elimination record. I, I'd go out there and be like five and five. I could be wrong. Oh, I can be fucking this up. All the Nani fans right now listening to me are probably ready to fucking bite my face off. Um, but, uh, you know, like, I don't know, dude. I just think that I, I just I think that Amber is still um, I think she just she's impre- she's an impressive, impressive, right? Like her wins aren't against um, uh, like, who did she beat? Nurice, right? She beat Nuri. She beat Big T. Who, who else she beat there? Uh, uh, uh little, little Amber, right? Yep. Like she, like, but she took out, you know, Darrell and Veronica. Granted, in a puzzle that just like came to fucking luck, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I mean, those are things to consider. Like, I don't know. I mean, you know, it, it's a toss up, but not Amber has the better record. Amber has the championship. And I just say Amber, Amber is be, like, to me, uh, I don't know what it is, but for whatever reason, people are not leaving the game with respect for her and even viewers. And they don't even her. like her and they don't even like her. Right. Well, that's clearly evident, but, I, but that's, that has never necessarily had to bleed into the way someone views someone competitively. We've had a lot of people who are not well liked, but people still give them their flowers oh. when it comes to on the field. Oh, nobody likes Josh, but when he came to challenge me alive the other day, that motherfucker was popping. <laughs> you know, the maniacs loved him. 
Dude, they um, love Tori too. That's why I joke when Tori when Tori got on stage and everybody was cheering her, everyone was chanting yeah. her name, and she sat down and I joked and see these are some of the fine people who are on Twitter because of course famously Tori's oh, yeah. not on Twitter because people yeah. just throw shit at her all day. And you see, I mean, you you catch a little bit of it on the back end, right? You post a clip from our show, people comment, "What is Tori doing there?" She ruined the show. Like, where are these people? I just don't understand how you could even have the level of vitriol. First, someone that some of these folks have for some of these cast members. I don't. I can't even relate to that. But let's say, for instance, for whatever reason, something Tori has said or done, or Josh has said or done, has hit you so hard in your core that you feel the need to comment on a picture or a video or a post of something where clearly everyone in the room is enjoying her presence and just shit on it and shit on her. Like I don't know what I don't know what it is, but some people just really rock such a percentage of the Internet to their core in a negative way. Oh, and by the way, um, I'd like some of you guys to back us up her up, etc. So part of the reason I threw up the audio from the show so quickly, normally we give it a little bit of a beat because, you know, we want the people who who came to the show to feel like they, they got an exclusive experience. But there was some stuff going on, on uh, Twitter and, and uh, Reddit and everybody, everything over the weekend. I saw people oh. taking, taking Tori out of context and basically running with like something that I didn't even remember her saying at the time, but I, I, at first I gave the benefit of the doubt. I go, you know what? I'm in the audience during the Q and a, maybe I didn't hear it closely enough, but what was making the rounds was that Tori said, Ashley should not be invited back on the show. Cause of what she said or did to Josh on, on spies, lies and allies, blah, blah, blah. This militarized the internet. Uh, uh, and you know, albeit really? mainly the Ashley supporters, but in general, the Tory scolders as well to start, you know, bashing Tory based on a third hand comment from someone who apparently was in the audience and, and must have DM'd some of the spoiler accounts and said, Oh, Tory said this. So without a clip or anything to back it up, this mm-hmm. takes the internet by storm. People like Jemmy start chiming in. Oh, really Tory, blah, blah, blah. But what about this? Yada. And then it beca- takes on a life of its own. It becomes reality. Right? So oh. I go, you know what? I don't remember. Her saying that I'm just going to put up the uncut audio. People can listen for themselves and see if what they take from this 10 minute discussion in which Tori and four other people comment on this. And I didn't remember anyone saying, Oh, Ashley should never be brought back on the show, whatever. So, I didn't either. Yeah. So you guys who listen to it, I know all you guys have Patreon heard in its entirety. I know some of you guys on the main feed, but if you're listening to this, you probably heard the whole thing. Um, the main feed has only gotten half of it. They're going to get the rest of it later. Do me a favor though. Like, this is what I, I annoys me is like something becomes truth. Then everybody realizes, you know, cause I've even talked to people who listen to it after the fact and they go, yeah, I was listening for that. She never said that, but nobody goes and corrects it. Nobody goes, whoops, for, uh, forget that four day bashing spree. We went on cause Whoa. we thought we had to side with Ashley over Tori. Tori did not say anything like that. So if you listen yeah. to it and you feel like that was mischaracterized or misjudged or misconceived or flat out made up, go ahead and post that because I, honestly, like I get it. Some people don't want to get into it with these people. I get it when it becomes a negative cesspool of information. You got, got don't want to really dive in, even if you have good information to put back out there. But to me, when it comes to the live shows, this like I don't love when people record little clips and put them online because sometimes that takes things out of context. But even worse than that is taking out your phone during the show and like DMing a third hand account to somebody and going, Tori just said this, so and so just said this because. I guarantee you, if it was about their favorite person, they would fact check it. But because it's about Tori, they're like, oh, we're just going to post it because this will get the internet really mad at Tori. And we love that. We're in the hate and Tory business. So to me, like 
we record the shows. We put the stuff up. So whatever they claim Tori said was not so bad that I would like cut it out. And I didn't. So, so regardless, like you're going to get to hear it on the podcast eventually. Right. So when we do have the ability to record these things. So for me, it's like, if you're at one of our shows and I'm not saying one of you guys listening to this did, did, did this, but like, don't text, like you're paraphrasing some summarized version of what somebody said, because to me, that Tori did not like when you, when I read the thing, it made it look like Tori was like, guys, I want to say something right now. I don't think Ashley Mitchell should ever be brought back to the show. And here's why that's not what happened. It was a 10 minute long discussion brought up by somebody who asked Josh from the audience uh, about what Ashley said. He, I thought was very respectful about Ashley. Didn't even flat out say what she said. It went on to a longer discussion about it. I think you can read through a lot of the tea leaves though. And I think a lot of was said, so I highly recommend listening to it, but in no way, shape or form, in my opinion, was Tori like, anti actually getting back on the show or getting a second or third or fourth chance or whatever. I it didn't is. get that either. So, I didn't get it. I didn't get it at the time. I haven't gotten it oh. after listening to it again. If you also did not get it, I don't know. Maybe throw it out there. Just saying. Oh. Um, I've been thinking that ever since this weekend, but Tori was a delight. Um, and she had a great time. I think, and I think she really appreciated the love. She had a huge line all night. She made sure yeah. she made sure not one person who wanted to meet her didn't get to meet her. And I, I assure you that line went until the wee hours of the night. Um, and then you go on the internet and everybody hates her. So I just think, look, I, you know, and you say the same thing about Josh, right? People come in, oh, I didn't recognize Josh. He's not crying. Blah, blah, blah. Dude, everybody who meets the guy, the guy is a great guy. All right. So um, oh, I, we talked well, about it on Saturday. I'm glad he, I'm glad he took a season off and well, not by his own idea, but I'm glad he was given a season off because absence makes the heart. If it doesn't grow fonder, at least it grows a little bit. So I, I would just say, I'm glad he got a season off because after five seasons in a row, people were getting a little sick of him. And I think having him off a season or two might be good for his development a little bit yeah. as far as the character goes. Yeah. And I tried to make him cry. So that's my next tweet. So please give me some and I, tried I, got to get CT, I got a lot of I, content here. I tried to get CT to say, give me the goof. And he wouldn't do it. That's how respectful CT is. He did not want to do it. He thought it would it would be insulting to Josh. Oh, I think Josh yeah. would have loved it. But um, okay, let's get to our uh, our edge awards. Uh, this has been a lengthy podcast already. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to give my LVP to Chauncey. We got to give LVP to Chauncey. I'm going to give an honorable mention also to Casey, also to Nani for botching those answers. Those is who are getting my LVPs this episode. Stack up the points, uh, Christina Finley, for those. Give two to Chauncey, one for each Williams sister, um, and then, and then for my MVP of the episode, I'm going for my man Ken Clark, and here's why. If you don't remember this episode, even he was though he was not featured physically in this episode his presence continuously looms over this season we know he's waiting in some sort of redemption house but if you remember this episode opened up with a conversation between casey who has just lost her brother in this game although she didn't seem too upset about it um talking to nani and you know they're sitting there on the bed and nani's asking her you know i just want to make sure how you're feeling and how you doing? And I actually wrote this down because I, you know, you know, I thought it was important. The legacy of Big Ken lives on. Casey goes, man, he did, you know, he did what he could. And Nani goes, he did amazing. And Casey goes, he did good. And for that, I'm giving my edge award to Mr. Kenny Clark. Go ahead, D. You're, that's ridiculous. It's one of the most ridiculous things that, that I've heard since uh, I, I drank out of someone's shoe. In the- and honorable mention to Amber B with her five and one. You know what? I'm going to give two edge awards. You know what? Amber Hold on. B, oh, five oh, and oh, one. 
and uh, yeah, yeah, and, and and fine. I know you were gonna take Ever B too. So so Son of a bitch. But yeah, you, you talked me. I, I was just gonna give it to Kenny Clark. Honorable mention Ever B. Now you're giving her more points. So I'll give it. Kenny Clark is my is my edge ward. Honorable mention Amber B. Now you can give yours. Go ahead. I'm giving I'm giving an edge award to to this the girl that you hate that is also five and one in eliminations and that's that's Miss Amber B. As well, um, I think she's kicking ass. Uh, well, you said I hate her. No, nah, just joking. Oh no, I, I'm a big Amber B. Fan. I'm out here standing for Amber people, B. I, I know. I'm just saying, like. <laughs> Those people that don't like her, it's just funny. Yeah, that's what I'm Which saying. I feel like she's. Yeah, I, I, I don't I'm, get. I'm giving, I don't get. I'm it. giving her. I'm giving her the edge award, and then I'm giving Tori an honorable mention uh, for just kind of like putting up with this with Narice, you know, just you know, doing. You know, I almost kind of want to give Jordan my my uh, my uh, uh, LVP, but um, I, 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 I but I, I got to give someone else the LVP. I'm going to give it to Devin. Okay, because Devin had a chance to win this thing here, and he eh, wronged for Empire. Who who's in the song Empire State of Mind? Because uh, I'm from New York. That's not how it goes. How's it go? Concrete jungle where dreams are made of. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. Huh? What what is yeah. it, Ben? Can you sing it? Come on, close us out with with Empire State of Mind. Sing it. Uh, she's a chicken. I've got um, it. I, I can play it. Well, anyway, he said Rihanna for the win. It was Alicia Keys, and I'm gonna give him the LVP because we we would have been seeing things completely differently had Devin Big Dub Devin uh, came out with the with the with the win there. So he's giving me my LVP. And uh, Amber B is going to get my MVP. I'm going to give Tori the honorable mention uh, because um, she's going through a lot of shit in there with the whole Jordan Norris love triangle happening in front of her face. <sighs> Ouch. Um, but yeah, um, that's it. That's all, all I right. got. Oh, one well, more thing. One more thing. Yeah. I, got, I got, there was another Nelsonism. I, I don't know if anyone else caught this. Mm. He said, he said, bottom of the podium. When he was talking to Devin, I'm pretty uh, sure. Was- well, you know why he said that, though? Remember what we were told by Mr. Jack Maddox? They're telling them not to say totem pole, bottom of the totem pole. So Nelson, he Nelson, oh. the brilliant man that he is, created his own word, yeah. bottom of the podium, right? Is that what he said? Yeah, bottom of the podium. Bottom of the podium, baby. That's nothing. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, Ain't nothing wrong with the bottom team. of the podium. He's pissed. He's pissed. Hey. He doesn't trust his team. He thinks they're all snakes. He thinks... Tori's a snake. She probably lied to his face. And I still gave her an honorable mention. Give him an honorable mention for coming up with podium and not saying totem pole because that's not a legal word. In I'll tell you what. I'll tell you who's at the top of the podium. Production community and his name anymore. rhymes with Benny Tark. All right, guys. Merry Christmas. Happy Merry Christmas. Hanukkah. I think we're on the fifth day of Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Uh, extend my Merry Christmas wishes to Nicole. Um, hey, guys, stocking stuffers. If there's people you forgot to get presents for, go to challengemania.live. Get them some tickets. Challenge Mania Live Kansas City. Challenge Mania Live Philly. We've got our bowl in the Bay in uh, Alameda. I've been saying Alameda, Alameda, California. Tickets available for all those at challengemania.live. Uh, Shout out to everybody who did the Secret Santa. Thanks to everybody who sent uh, us gifts. Um, did you get gifts from your secret Santa? What'd you get? Did people send you something? Um, I, I, who was your I, secret Santa? The only, I, I asked for like an ab mat, like, uh, because my other one was ripped up. So no, I don't think it's here yet. 
Okay. Well, uh, shots to, uh, uh, our, my secret Santa was, uh, Stephanie Severino sent some, some gifts for Brock, sent me a New York oh, Rangers hat. Uh, shouts to Mary Francis. who wasn't even my secret Santa and sent, sent some stuff for Brock shouts to whoever sent. There was another thing that came for Brock unannounced. Uh, there's no note on it. So it was a Spidey and his amazing friends thing. Uh, did not come from Amazon came from somewhere else, I believe. So, but there was no note. So if you sent that, please let me know. Oh. Um, Shouts to whoever sent that. Um, shouts to Mike Kolb, who you got in Secret Santa, who I know you hooked up uh, in. Uh, he was down in Miami. Shouts to everybody who came to Miami. Shouts to everybody who enjoyed the audio already. If you did, please let people know. Um, we got a new Survivor Mania up. Lindsay and I finally got a chance to sit down and talk about the finale. That was last Wednesday, but we finally recorded that today. So that's up. Enjoy that. If you enjoy it and you heard it, please hit up Lindsay at Lindsay the Otter. Um, what else we got? I'm going to WWE uh, at MSG on Monday. Uh, house show it's during raw but it's not raw it's a house show it's the christmas house show um i'm going to that and i saw avatar yesterday d are you aware of how long avatar is you're gonna go see it uh the original avatar was three hours is this a new avatar this is like th- yeah it's a new avatar it's three hours and 15 minutes it's long are you uh, okay? i'm recommending peeing before it's more of the same avatar no, if you like avatar, gonna- it looks good it looks great definitely see it in the theater see it in 3d but it is long if you're gonna go see a movie this weekend i say make it babylon Babylon's going, movie. I would go see. I'm going to my living room and f- forcing everyone in here, including my parents, mm. to watch Super Pets. Oh, you know what else is on Paramount Plus now starting this week? Which, by the way, I heard that they have a 50% off deal if you want to grab it. Um, Paramount Plus. Top Gun Maverick just hit Paramount Top Gun Plus. Maverick, Paramount Plus. Hit it up. Do you, do you watch that in the movie theater? I think he was there with a girl. Uh, but his, oh, um, speaking of Matt, ooh, Maverick was there with his own little, what's her name? Jennifer Connelly. Matt, uh, sh- should I ask him if he knows who Jennifer Connelly is? is Jennifer Connelly is um, the woman in, push-ups? in, uh, in Top Gun Maverick, who's runs the bar, who's Tom Cruise's love interest. Very nice. Very speaking nice. of Scientology, um, all comes back to Scientology. All right, yeah, everybody. Uh, no, uh, thanks to everyone that came out to Miami because yes. now it's fucking like ct put electric so the energy the turnout shouts to the miami improv uh yeah. they were great they're i think they're officially the best venue to work with shouts to melissa and her team over there um they're great so we'll definitely be getting back there all right everybody. you know what you know what i was yeah. supposed to drink we bought boots that we were supposed to take those those uh shoe shoes we yeah. bought them and we, we, you know, we should have done since Matt Rife was coming up after us. We should have just like signed him in, like from Challenge Mania, and just like left him the boots. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> so Matt, for those of you who don't know, so Matt Rife, Matt Rife, who was How on, we uh, that Challenge, up? he was on Champs versus Stars. Well, you drank out of a guy's shoe from the audience. I think that made it even better. Well, that was an for. accident. I, I know, but I didn't want it to do. I didn't want to do that. It's just it happened. Of course, but that's what makes it really spontaneous and gross. To be honest with you, so but so yeah. Matt Reif, who was a, a stand-up comedian, he briefly hosted the TRL reboot, and he was on Champs versus Stars season two or three. He we didn't know this until we were at the comedy club and we were finishing up the meet and greet that he was the headline comic who came in after us. And so I go to make this announcement, telling people to stick around, go to the show. And Melissa waves at me. She's like, yeah, it's sold out. He sold out all of his shows, I guess, because of a, a TikTok that went viral. So shots, uh, Matt Reif, crushing it, I guess. So, uh, um, yeah. all right, everybody. Uh, I hope you got our boots. I hope enjoy. you got our boots. I hope you got your boots. Um, these boots were made for walking. And uh, thank you guys for sticking with us. Have a great holiday. Oh, Tuesday, the Zoom. So a lot of you guys have upgraded. A lot of you guys have bought tickets. We're going to have a great turnout. We're working on special guests. They're all going to be surprises. 8 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday. 
If you do want to purchase a ticket, that's another great stocking stuffer. If you want to purchase a ticket for somebody to attend the Zoom or you yourself want to upgrade or purchase a ticket, just DM us or email us, and uh, we'll see you on Tuesday at 8. This is going to be an awesome lockdown member lane, Scott. Oh, yeah. Good times. Good times. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. And Merry Christmas, everybody. Ho, ho, ho. All right, everybody. Hopefully you enjoyed that sample ride-along podcast. If you want more of those, head to patreon.com slash challengemania, where every week we break down ride or dies. Brock, you want to say Merry Christmas to everybody? Hmm. No? You want to say bye-bye? Bye. There you go. All right, guys. This ends your time here on Challenge Mania. Take care of yourselves, and hopefully we'll see you in the future. Got serious for a second I would say delirious for the record Looking back as a skeptic Why is there a cross hanging from my necklace? When's it gonna change? Touch the ground, yeah. Choke up on your bounce game. Coming down the mountain. Copycat, you lucky that I let you hang around me. Check three, four, bitch. Get out there on the bounty. In the war zone, got these campers all around me. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.